0: There are two words in modern-day language that horrify, induce panic, terrorize, petrify, and scare you to death. Those two words are... Cryptocurrency. Um, but that's just ridiculous. Welcome to Tales from the Cryptocurrency. It's not that scary. It's not that difficult. And it's not intimidating. We'll prove it. We'll have fun along the way. This is Tales Tales from from the Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. And now your host, Tony Tony Casanova. Casanova.
1: Hey, what's up, all you crypto savages? Welcome to Tales from the Cryptocurrency, where I attempt to demystify cryptocurrency and take the horror out of Bitcoin and other altcoins. All right, so right now, Bitcoin's uh, trading heavily at 24197 uh, and guess what? Bitcoin uh, is back on the table. That's right. Uh, $28,000 before the end of the month is now back on the table. But we have a bunch of hurdles that are going to come up, man. There's all kinds of crazy stuff that's getting ready to happen. Uh, Things that are going to be announced. We, of course, have... Uh All kinds of bank news uh, as down goes another bank. Signature Bank is now down. Um, we also have the Securities and Exchange Commission uh, wondering whether Ethereum is a security. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit. And we're going to take a peek behind a whale's wallet uh, today as well. So right now the fear and greed index is reading a 49, which means that uh, the market's undecided doesn't know what it's going to do doesn't know whether it's going to uh, take off uh, into extreme fear which will provide all kinds of great buying opportunities or go into extreme greed which is going to provide us all kinds of opportunities to sell our portfolios by the way are doing very very good right now if you were following our portfolios and especially if you bought the dip you are now making all kinds of money because we are getting very close to $25,000 bitcoin which is right where we needed to be to be fat in the cash okay so anyways uh Gala is currently up to 30, uh three and a half cents just a little over three and a half cents uh, cartesi is currently trading at thirteen and a half cents phantoms at thirty eight cents xrp uh, has uh, gone up a little bit it's uh currently up at thirty six cents um, Viat, which I'm getting ready to add to our portfolio, is currently up 20%. We kind of missed the boat on Viat, we didn't call it on time. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, there'll be a retraction and we'll be able to get in on it right now. It's only 10 cents though, and Viat could be a big one in the future. So, uh, who knows? Even if it's up 20% right now, it could be like you know, one of those Gala coins um, that we have in our portfolio that could just take off. On the other hand, eGold has recovered uh nicely. It's back at $42. AVAX is still a bargain at $16. Plus, AVAX just signed a deal right now uh, with another uh gaming company, and they are going to be the blockchain that will be providing gas to the platform itself. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that, probably in a podcast all by itself or over one of the morning uh, meetings as well. Okay, so what else do we have? Matic uh, is holding. It's at $1.13 right now, uh, providing a fantastic buy opportunity that could uh, go back to $1.33. I have it slated for $1. sixty at some point, so that provides a fantastic buying opportunity still right now. And Cardano is at 33 cents, which is currently up, but uh, I have a 40 cent exit uh marked as well so that's looking good all right guys so our portfolios right now are looking stellar we are looking to uh perhaps cash out on some profits here soon or we're going to let it ride if bitcoin does go all the way back up to 31 We're already in it to win it uh, as we go ahead. So so in the meantime, though, uh, here's what you need to know about the Signature collapse. Signature Bank was one of the main banks used by cryptocurrency companies, and it was a big lender in the cryptocurrency industry. You hear me talk about taking loans all the time on your Bitcoin. Well, this was one of the banks that actually did that. So does Coinbase currently right now, but uh, Signature was a good one. It had $110 billion in assets and $88.6 billion in total deposits, according to a recent securities filing. Depositors of a Signature Bank will have full access to their funds this week, so they are going to get paid out, which is always good. U.S. regulators are making sure that depositors are made whole. On the other hand, equity and bondholders are being wiped out by the second. So uh, there's also more to that. U.S. regulators have announced that all Silicon Valley bank depositors will be made whole and will get access to funds starting today. So everybody that had money in SVB, you're going to get your money back. As well, and why does this matter? Well, the good news there's good news and bad news to it. The good news is thousands of companies use SVB, and all of them were wondering whether they'd still have a business after it collapsed. So that is the good part. The crypto streets uh, were filed with uh, were actually I'm sorry, the crypto streets were filled with panic uh, that caused stable coins like USDC to depeg from one dollar all the way down to eighty nine cents. I talked about this this morning, and now the government has a Assured everyone that all depositors will be made whole and get access to funds this week, including Circle, the issuers of USDC. So USDC has currently repagged, and no one loses their businesses, employees will get paid, and a huge crisis has been averted. Whew. All right. So the bad news, Silvergate, Silicon Valley Bank, and Signature were the three go-to banks for crypto. So major players like Coinbase, Circle, etc., cetera, uh, use them. So uh, these are huge, huge losses for the cryptocurrency industry. Not only did crypto companies lose their banks, but it's going to be harder to get into other banks and get other banks to work with them as well. Ironically, crypto is unbanked right now. The very thing that was banking the unbanked has now joined the bankless gang. So anyways, with that being said, uh, you will see uh, people start to lose their minds this week, but it's really not a huge issue. What it is, it's if anything, it's a bittersweet moment for crypto. Uh, sure, some people might look towards crypto uh, after all the trust issues with traditional banks, show and show their ugly faces. Uh, But we'll see that Bitcoin and Ethereum are actually up big over the last 24 hours. So maybe people people don't care as much as we think. But now the industry has also lost three of its major fiat on-ramp, off-ramp partners, which will only make it harder for people to get into the crypto in the first place. This is actually an enormous opportunity for MetaHedge, and we will be talking about this a little bit later on. All right so what actually happens what actually happens uh now well uh it's going to be a big couple of weeks. That's what's going to happen. Right now, it looks like uh, the day might be saved with depositors being made whole, but everyone will be on the edge of their seats to see whether or not big banks are in trouble too. So, And also, by the way, tomorrow, Jerome Powell is about to announce interest rate hikes for this uh, for next week. So, And we know that Jerome Powell, every time he comes out, he's like the salt bay of of trading uh he definitely trickles once he says something he like the market just trickles down his arm down his elbow and onto the floor and etc so we'll have to wait and see whether this banking fiasco will make the u.s government slow down the hikes or not but for right now it's all eyes on j uh tomorrow so with that being said, another big deal, and you've heard me talk about this, uh, well, actually I talked about it in private circles uh, earlier today, but uh, 400 gazillion trillion billion dollars uh, have moved from uh, Vitalik's uh, wallet. So it wasn't actually that much, of course, but it was, uh, I want to say it was in the 400 million mark, um, and it Uh, it moved to an unknown wallet so we don't know what's going to happen with it now and one of the things the speculation is that maybe he knows something is going to happen because right now there's a lot of talk about whether ethereum is a security or not a security that is the question and it's one that regulators are asking a lot about all kinds of cryptocurrencies so the latest token under the microscope Ethereum, that's right, last week the New York Attorney General filed a lawsuit against KuCoin, a crypto exchange if you don't know, and it's one that we use by the way for failing to register as a securities broker-dealer while still offering the sale of securities like Ethereum. And here's what you need to know. New York Attorney General argues that Ethereum is a speculative asset that relies on the efforts of third-party developers in order to provide profit to the holders of Ethereum. So the main reason uh, is because Ethereum moved to proof of stake and now incentivizes users to stake Ethereum with the goal of making profits from those staked returns. And it's one of the first times a, regularly, a regulator has publicly claimed in court that Ethereum is a security. Uh-oh, this is big trouble. Why does it matter well, because switching to proof of stake did wonders for the ethereum network. it lowered its energy consumption uh, by over ninety nine percent and sped up a block verification but moving to Proof of stake has muddied the legal waters for Ethereum. Little did Ethereum devs know that the network upgrade would merge them right into a legal shitstorm, but that is exactly what happens. So Tom the Cat from Tom and Jerry might have nine lives, but Ethereum only has one. So if it ever was legally classified as a security, it could hurt mass adoption and we'll be keeping a close eye on this one. Hey, by the way, have you ever wondered what's inside of a whale's wallet? Well, I'm bringing you a new segment called Into the Whale's Belly where uh, I'll take a look inside of the whale's wallet to see what they've been eating lately. Crypto whales have the largest wallets and have the power to move markets. So it's always interesting to see what they're doing with their funds. I've been actually keeping an eye on this because it's one of the indicators that I'm now using to program our MetaHedge AI bots uh, that are actually doing very, very well uh, calling the crypto market as a whole. So today's whale that i want to talk about is machi big brother a well-known nft trader and machi uh, has been active lately he's bought 20 percent of the entire gitcoin presence uh, nft collection last week Uh, our lanky king vitalik Buterin was one of the creators of the project by the way as well so uh, had uh, the He's also had the largest NFT sell-off of all time. Machi sold 1,000 plus NFTs in the space of 48 hours. You heard me talk about this just recently. And he sold including um, the NFTs that he sold uh, included uh, Board 8 Yacht Club and uh, MAYC Azuki and a bunch of other ones that he had in his wallet. So it was over 48 hours, one of the biggest NFT sell-offs ever. And he was also, Machi was also one of the top reward earners for blurs at FT marketplace. So, uh, Machi received a whopping 1.8 million on the first blur airdrop last month. And, uh, I found something else that's interesting. Machi, uh, big brother has been wash trading to farm blur rewards, and he's been washing trades more often than he washes his hands lately. And, uh, you could probably check it out if you go to his wallets history. Uh, by checking it out so i suggest by the way that you spend some time on the blockchain explorers and looking at uh just different projects and stuff like that like how uh crypto moves in and out and etc if it's a project that's currently active like solana or something like that it's a very interesting uh thing to see plus you start to see when the whales are moving and you can start to kind of anticipate uh what's happening uh you know what's happening or going to happen in the in the market uh very close by so the takeaway do your own research as always be careful copy trading, uh, other crypto whales. You never know if, uh, they truly believe in a project or they're just watch trading to farm rewards and make big profits. So if you want to keep up with the latest NFT action and all of that kind of stuff, uh, go to the My MetaHedge page and, uh, there's a little section on there that will tell you like all the 200 top projects that are currently moving, uh, right now and that kind of thing. So one of the uh interesting spots for for this week uh by the way that I wanted to cover with everybody is with all of like the, the tragedy and all of that kind of stuff that seems to to, to happen. What does actually happen? So, I mean, like when like Silicon Valley bank goes down, uh, there's no sugarcoating it, right? Things uh, are bad and they get bad. So, uh, last Friday when Silicon Valley bank was forced to shut down by the U S regulators, SVB was added to the failed bank list. And, uh, billion of customer deposits were seized by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. It's one of the worst bank failures since 2008. That's right. It hasn't been that bad since the Twilight Vampires were sucking each other's necks. So, uh, why is it such a big deal? SVP was uh, kind of the go-to bank for Silicon Valley tech startups, and for the last decade, it's been so. Uh, In fact, 50% of all U.S. venture-backed tech and life sciences companies used SVB to hold their funds. So it turns out that SVB mismanaged those funds and now thousands of companies have lost their money and don't know if they can meet payroll or continue running their businesses. But as of today... Well, it seems that at least some of that is going to go back to them, okay? So, anyways, uh, I'll tell you, I mean, damn, my expectations and trust in traditional finance was already low, but stuff like this starts to take it to another level, so... It's hard to predict how far the SVB contagion is going to spread or how far along the effects will last, but buckle up because things are going to get rocky, even though we're seeing a pump right now. So we might see a big pump that will take us to our targets, but eventually uh, things will turn around and they'll have to circle back uh, the other way. Speaking of Circle, uh, which is the issuer for that USDC stablecoin, it announced just recently that it had $3.3 of its reserves stuck on sVB, so that 's what caused that usdc dpeg and as we know, as of now things are starting to clear up so it could be good for the market if all of like this kind of stuff clears up and etc so uh there's a new way uh that's coming out by the way uh to invest funds and i don't know if you guys have heard of it so since all this stuff is starting to to catch fire we might want to take a look at Bricken, uh which is a new way to raise and invest funds um I guess uh if you're building cool shit and looking to raise money or looking for investors uh, to invest in some dope projects that you have going on and you have a dope project Uh, fund problems then uh, you have to look no further than Brickin and uh, Brickin is a platform for token investments and it is helping companies uh, with new ways to raise and invest funds so check it out if you are entering the Web3 world I know that uh, it's something that I'm currently taking a look into right now uh, mostly because they do like KYC management which is going to be a big thing and they have pretty cool voting processes and other functionalities that allow investors to add value to projects as they move along okay all right guys so uh with that being said for this week it's going to look like it's going to be a week of us cashing profits uh, at least for right now Uh, we're going to stay in the trades that we have there's no need to buy anything else if you want to get into something right now the choices to get into are going to be like cartesi and gala as usual Uh, but today's currently not the day to do anything i would start to look uh at things around Wednesday. When the market heats up and by then we'll probably be, if the market's up over 25,000 by Wednesday or 26,000, then that 28,000 prediction that I made a long time ago uh, in the beginning of the month when things was, uh, were looking absolutely crazy and I said, hey, there is a chance we are going to see 28,000 this month. Well, uh, it looks like we're headed that way. So uh, I probably expect it to hit twenty-five thousand very soon or either that or it's going to start deflating from here to wednesday and then we'll actually have a chance to get it on viat and some other things if i purchase any cryptocurrencies or anything like that i will send an email to everybody so that you know um so but as of right now everything's just kind of like being watched and etc we're already in on a bunch of positions so there's no need we're getting ready to get to our to our capital point and uh start making some money so all right guys uh that's going to be it for this segment right here i'm going to take a quick break and then i'm going to come back i'm going to talk about metahedge and uh i'm also going to talk about our new altcoin from the crypt what's it going to be well you'll have to check back when we come back all right check out the new ad too by the way uh we have a spotify ad now all right take care guys i'll be back in one second
0: This is Tales from the Cryptocurrency. And now we switch it up. From prices and news to altcoins from the crypt. And what's new at MetaHedge.
1: All right, are you crypto savages? I am back. All right, so let's cover up uh, what's new at MetaHedge. Uh, First of all, on Thursday of this week, Uh, we are going to begin what is known as the burn. So the burn will occur on Thursday with the first question up for votes being posted on Monday of next week. That will, of course, be posted on the MyMetaHedge.com site all the way down at the bottom. And these voting issues will have a lot to do with our conversion of corporate structure into a DAO. And what's a DAO? It's a decentralized, autonomous organization where uh, it it runs a lot like a democracy where everybody votes on what is going to have to happen, so I will have some limited control in the beginning uh, to post questions and etc and then the idea is that eventually uh, this monster will take off on its own and uh, we will govern it from afar okay so uh, that's our that's uh what we'll be doing uh, currently so most of the voting structure will have a lot to do with that big transition uh, into that so I know some of you currently right now are saying that uh, there's lack of communication. Uh, We're sorry, but the the podcast is the main source of communication right now. So explaining the intricacies of a cryptocurrency project just doesn't work in a text message format and Facebook posts won't work because frankly, we just have way too much stuff going on at this stage. And I just personally don't feel like writing a white paper every single week to keep you updated. So uh, when you can just get the information here and hear it from me directly. So, if you uh, tell me that you are unhappy with uh, with this with us due to communication, then I'm going to tell you that I'm unhappy uh, with you for not listening to the podcast. So, the choice is yours. Uh, we'll also be adding, however, a Discord group soon, but it's mostly going to be to reiterate for you to listen to the podcast. Uh, you know, and then if you have questions, and your questions seem like you have. Have listened to the podcast, then uh, we'll answer those questions there, and we'll also post important stuff on the Discord as well. Uh, and I'll answer questions, like I said, for people who have been listening and deserve to uh, get. Their questions answered you know but uh but in the meantime, if you're not listening to what we've said here if you uh, and I'll even go so far as saying that if I talked about this more than four podcasts ago then i might i might i i might give you the benefit of the doubt and be like, okay, well, listen, you know, they haven't gone back that far, but if you've been in with the project, you've had plenty of time to listen to all the podcasts. If you had to, you didn't have to listen to all of them, but over the last four, you should know what's, what's going on in the company and what's happening and why are there no more sales of, of, you know, meta currently and et cetera. Okay. So, I mean, we're developing a platform that's going to be, and until that platform comes out, uh, we're not going to do it because frankly, it didn't work on the television on the telegram group so that's that's the reason why so i try to answer everyone's questions as amicably as i can but the truth is at this point in development it's you know i mean development is going to take priority over your already answered question about how to switch to a phantom wallet or etc so uh having any kind of access guys to the development team is almost unheard of in crypto so the fact that we've taken the trouble to produce a podcast to keep you informed is already a huge plus we're not going to do anything else okay so you either listen to the podcast or you know you're not going to be informed uh to what's going on if you don't want to listen to the whole podcast because you're not trading cryptocurrency skip to this portion you know and i'll keep it look today i'm going to keep it real nice and short for you and that's it with that being said you know uh the trade platform for meta is being developed and it's well it's already been developed and it's being tested so before next monday uh i'll probably have news on this uh coming out and uh who can get involved and uh, who can post their meta for sale and all of that kind of stuff there and all of that uh will come out as well in addition uh work on the only legends platform has come to a conclusion uh, we're basically doing some cosmetic stuff to it and uh we're coming to the calm of and our first 400 or so athletes should be getting loaded uh, into it soon. So there's also a possibility of the fight platform going live in the next two months or so. Uh, that should also be a welcome revenue spike for us. Uh, so that's that. In addition, uh, by the way, I'm hoping to have a March Madness Fantasy Tournament up and running on our Only Legends site uh, this week with some prize money paid out in Meta Tokens just to give you guys an opportunity to use uh the fantasy uh the fantasy sports section of it and etc so uh with that being said uh let's take a look at today's uh All coins from the crypt. And today we're going to talk about Akash Network, which is AKT, by the way. And Akash uh, or AKT aims to be the world's first decentralized and open source cloud platform powered by leading global organizations across across technology and venture capital. So the protocol seeks to accelerate deployment, scale, productivity, and price execution for industries like blockchain and machine learning. The platform also aims to deliver quick, efficient, and low-cost application deployment solutions for its users. According to the white paper, Akash Network is a marketplace that provides power over the price and amenities included in the market. So uh, meanwhile, the network, by the way, also equips app developers with a command line tool for leasing and deploying apps directly from a terminal. Similarly, the platform seeks to empower internet builders with uh, more liberty to enhance human understanding. The protocol tends to build a global community of validators, uh, AKT token holders, developers and advocates. Keeping the subsequent internet generation open and protected. So. The Akash Network seeks to solve problems that affect the future of the Internet and other related issues. In addition, the platform seeks to focus on the following terms to uphold the value of the network. Sovereignty is the first thing to command the future of all the outcomes. Uh, Openness, being transparent and fair to the users. Equality, equal opportunities for every individual. And empathy, uh, desire to understand and relate to their users. The AKT uh, is the native utility token of the Akash network protocol, and the token is utilized as the primary means to govern, seeking to ensure that the blockchain incentivizes participants and delivers a default mechanism to store and trade value. Also, the AKT token aims to incentivize uh, incentivize providers to deliver lower prices and stakers to take part in the network by staking. So the token holders get an opportunity to vote on the network advancements and the distribution of the reserves of the resources of the Decentralized Cloud Foundation. So. Uh, with that being said, uh, Akash Network was uh, created by Greg Osuri and Adam Bonzinich, uh who have co-founded the Akash Network platform. Osuri serves as chief executive officer and Bozinovich as chief technology officer at the Akash Network. The maximum total supply currently of the token is 388.5 million AKT, and they are currently trading at 32.13 cents, which is up. and we will keep an eye on AKT. I don't know if I'm going to add AKT to our portfolio. Uh, I just don't think that it can have uh, the the general upswing I like in a cryptocurrency portfolio you know project uh, but uh you can currently buy akash network if you want using coinbase wallet uh your key to the world of crypto as they say so anyways uh i wrote a little bit of some directions on how you can buy akash network using coinbase wallet and i posted that on tiktok so you can get the tiktok there if you're interested in it so other than that i would wait on akash uh until after we see what happens with Viat. most likely Viat is is going to be our next coin uh, to get into okay? Uh, how many uh, Akash Network uh, are there, by the way? Uh, the circulating supply right now is $114 million. okay? So with that being said, I'm going to let you guys go short. I'm going to try to get to the Pistons game today. I kept it nice and short, under 50 minutes for you, all right? So uh, enjoy the rest of the day. This week is going to be crazy. Enjoy some of your profits as we go through. Let's see. By tomorrow, I'll know if uh, that 28000 is uh, heavily on the Board. We'll keep an eye on it. But in the meantime, right now, it does look like we'll go somewhere at least 24 to 24.5, and then we'll see what happens from there. If it starts to go down the other way, then most likely we're looking at like 23.888. And that's going to be the moves for the day. All right, guys. So uh, enjoy. And I will catch up with you a little bit later on in the week. I have a uh, special uh, Coffee with Cryptoni uh, that will be out on Wednesday. So make sure that you reach for me on TikTok. Uh, and I will probably be uh, out at around 930 or 10 o'clock in the morning. Look for it around there. Uh, and also, there should be another uh, Coffee with Cryptoni on Friday as well at 1030 in the morning. Okay. So, So uh, jump for that. Other than that, make sure that you are a member of the Show Me the Crypto group on Facebook uh, because that's where most of the important stuff comes out. First, I just posted a new copy of my portfolio today. Make sure that you get the copy of the portfolio today there with the uh, latest market update. All right, guys, if you don't do anything between now and the next time that we talk, just buy the freaking dip.
0: This has been Tales from the Cryptocurrency our passion is to teach everyone from teens to boomers about nfts cryptocurrencies how to invest and how to stay safe we hope you've enjoyed the show if you did make sure to smash the like button and leave a review even bad reviews help so please do it for questions or if you'd like to be a guest on the show Visit MyMetaHedge.com or send an email to CryptoKeeper, the number 2, the letter U, at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group at Tales from the Cryptocurrency and join Cryptoni AirDrops on StockForge by using the promo code Cryptoni and try it free for 30 days. See you next time on Tales from the Cryptocurrency.